Hi everyone, this is Olivia, and today I'm ready to share a new episode of Soaking in the Sunlight. Now again, I'm 26 years old and I love Jesus Christ, and I, and I want my peers to love Jesus Christ as well. And today in this podcast, I want to talk about making a joyful noise to God. And within this podcast, I have two challenges that I want to present specifically to the youth and also for anyone who's listening. <laughs> and you have to listen to the end in order to hear about those challenges. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. And before I, di- I dive in, I actually want to pray uh, to get us going. So Lord God, I thank you for this day. Thank you for this time that we can come together and listen. Um, God, I thank you, Jesus, for just speaking to each and every individual that will get to listen to the podcast, God. I pray that you would speak to them, God. I pray that you would do a new thing in their lives, God. I pray that you would meet them wherever they are, God, and ignite them, God, that they would be on fire for you, God, revived in you, Lord, and living for you fully, God, and always worshiping you in spirit and in truth. Thank you, Lord, for all of these things and more and for your power, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So here we go. So like I said, uh, the podcast is called Making a Joyful Noise. Um, And this is something that God is helping me learn and grow through what I'm going to share in the podcast today. I'm not where I want to be um, for what I will share, but I'm not where I used to be. And I thank God for continued growth. And I pray that you would grow along with me for this podcast episode and for the overall journey. Now, I just want to start off by saying how I was as a child. Um, You know, I got saved when I was four, um, and that was when I said to the Lord, you know, Lord, forgive me of my sins, cleanse me, Lord, um, from all the bad things that I've done. I want to be your child. Um, I repent for what I've done, and I want to live for you for the rest of my life. And, you know, I would go to church with my mom and my dad who have been saved for a while. And I didn't necessarily want to praise God, you know, with my parents and with the rest of the congregation. Um, You know, I was really young and I kind of got a feel, kind of a social cue that it wasn't necessarily cool for the kids to praise God, just saying. It just felt like, you know, it would be awkward if a kid were to start praising God just like the rest of the adults. That's how I kind of felt. And I started to feel this sort of awkwardness um, when it came to the idea, just to the simple idea of maybe being brave and lifting up my hands and praising the Lord. Um, You know, and like I said, I thought it was awkward at first to praise the Lord. I would just remain silent in church. I would just sit quietly when the pastor would preach or I would play with a tambourine during praise and worship. And when I was younger, of course, I would play with my father's tie. Thanks, Dad. Um, But one day, God drew me into worship and he tried to take me out of the mindset that it seemed awkward to praise God out loud. And like I said, he wanted me to make a joyful noise. I remember that particular day. I remember my church had a night service. I was probably around, 
uh, eight to ten years old, but I feel like around eight is about right. I remember my church had a night service, and I remember my parents drove um, one of the church mothers to the service, and she was riding with us. And that particular night, I remember God just touched me, and I felt okay with just starting to praise God out loud and with my hands lifted up. And this was the first time that I was doing this. And I believe that was the moment of like a full journey of getting to praise God fully. And initially after that, kids around my age would stare at me, but then I would close my eyes and keep praising God. And a lot of times now as an adult, as a 26 year old adult, I close my eyes and keep praising the Lord. And I thank God for his grace in showing me that I can worship him in spirit and in truth. Without him and without his grace, I would possibly still be silent in my praise to him. So I share this testimony to say, don't hold back the praise you have for God. Right now, you may also feel awkward or afraid of praising God aloud because you are worried how you will be perceived. And honestly, I struggle with worrying about what people think about me, but God still brings me through it. And yes, please pray for me, folks, about this, because I don't want that to be a factor that controls my life. And I don't want it to control anyone's life, um, you know, who's listening, because God is the only one that should control us, not anyone or anything. And who cares who stares at you when you praise the Lord? And who cares who thinks you're crazy? Who cares if you're the only one praising God? Praise God, my friend. Praise God, young man. Praise God, little girl. Praise God, young woman. You are mighty in God's army, and he wants you to praise him. And here are some scriptures that I just want to share that speak about making a joyful noise to the Lord. In John 4, verse 23 to 24, Jesus says, but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the father in spirit and in truth. For the father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. In Psalm 66, verse one through two, it says, make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. Sing forth the honor of his name. Make his praise glorious. In Psalms 81 verse 1, it says, Sing aloud unto God our strength. Make a joyful noise unto the God of Jacob. Psalms 95 verses 1 through 3. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. And I wanted to share that with you. And I'll also put those scriptures in the show notes. And recently I've been reading a book that I feel like kind of touched on this whole topic of like worshiping the Lord in spirit and in truth and not letting anyone or anything distract us from praising God and into a place where we're sincerely lifting our hands and worshiping the Lord and giving everything to God. In this book, you might have heard about it. It's called The Screwtape Letters, and it's written by C.S. Lewis. And in this book, 
uh, C.S. Lewis describes an interaction between a senior devil and a junior devil in training, both of which are focused on tempting humans and making them doomed for hell. Now, disclaimer, C.S. Lewis meant this as fiction just to kind of give people an idea of what could potentially happen uh, or what potentially happens when, you know, uh, the devil's trying to concoct ways to, um, you know, trip people up to try to get them to backslide or to try to keep them in sin. Um, so this was just kind of a message to kind of let people know the enemy, the devil is indeed our enemy and he has tactics to try to trip us up. So that's the disclaimer for the book. <laughs> um, and uh, between the senior devil and the junior level uh, devil, there's like a letter um, that basically uh, writes about how uh, they're focused on distracting a man while he goes to church. I believe at this point, the man just became a Christian. Um, so he's focused this demon is focused on distracting the man while he goes to the church. And honestly, I know you've been there. If you're saved and you've been in church, I know you've seen distractions every kind of way, whether you're getting distractions in your mind, you're seeing stuff, you know, it, it can be a lot. That's why we got to keep our focus on the Lord. So anyways, um, these devils are trying to get him to focus on how odd or how quote unquote crazy the Christians may seem in the assembly. And so the quote from the book goes that I would like to share with you all is provided that any of those neighbors in the church sing out of tune or have boots that squeak or double chins or odd clothes, the patient, the man, will quite easily believe that their religion must therefore be somehow ridiculous. End of quote. And these demons hope that if they can get the man to focus on the superficial, that will be enough to distract him from receiving the word of God in the songs and from the preacher. But regardless of the appearance or the sound or being out of tune, the Christian faith is not ridiculous. The devil is a liar for trying to convince people that the Christian faith is ridiculous for any reason. And I wanted to clear that up just in case if anyone had any questions. Now, as humans, we like to listen to things on key. We like to listen to harmony. We want things to sound so beautiful and melodious and all put together in a nice package. And it's easy to get attached and want what seems to be perfect and beautiful. And honestly, I like music. I love my gospel music. I want, it, I want the harmony. I want the three-part harmony together. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. God has challenged me over the years to let go of a mindset where I focus on the person being out of tune. He still wants me to receive the word of God being sung in the song. He still wants me to support the singer. He still wants me to love them regardless of any flaws that may come from their mouth because I have flaws when I sing. I may not be the most eloquent or explain myself with the most clarity. But God still loves me regardless of the flaws my human voice or human speech may have. And I'm grateful for God's grace and his mercy in my life. And I'm grateful that he's allowing me to grow in this way. Even when, you know, uh, myself being crazy may think of like, oh, wow, that person's out of tune. I'll be like, nah, let me focus on, let me try to focus on the words, you know. 
And I'm grateful for God to like stretching me in that way. And I believe God wants us to stretch ourselves as well when it comes to this. We, and I mean we, need to keep in mind that God can speak to us through any form of joyful noise. Whether it is in tune or out of tune, whether it is on key or off key, whether the voice is cracking or stable, whether the voice is stuttering or speaking clearly, whether the voice uses eloquent, eloquent words or ebonics, as long as the voice and as long as the speech is, is worshiping the Lord in spirit and in truth, God will get the glory. God has been too good to keep silent. He's been too kind to keep our hands down. He's been too good to stop our praise because someone's voice is cracking. He's been too good to sit down. He's been too good to wait to be entertained by the praise and worship team. We come to church for God. We come into prayer for God. We fast for God. We are not at church for people. We are there for the Lord. So let's praise and worship in spirit and in truth for God. And I just want to encourage you all, whoever's out there listening, to praise the Lord out loud. And here are the challenges that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. Um, now, I don't know how you praise God, you know, but you may feel a little awkward lifting your hands. or you may feel it's weird to lift your hands and start opening your mouth and praising God. But my friend, please don't feel awkward. The Bible says, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Psalm 150 verse 6. And guess what? If you're listening to this now, you have breath. So praise the Lord, my friend. So the first challenge is, the next time you pray at home, in the car, wherever you are, lift your hand to the Lord and worship him based on how he helped you that day. So for example, if you woke you, if he woke you up, then let him know that he is faithful and merciful. If he made sure you had food to eat, let him know he's a provider. If he protected you from a car accident, let him know that he is a protector and so on. Keep praising him in your home, in your car, out loud because he wants to hear you. He's ready to hear you. Second challenge, ready? Okay, so once you've done that, I want you to try something else. The next time you go to church, close your eyes, lift your hands and praise God. And you don't have to sound like everyone else. You can say something that's truly personal to God. You can start praying out loud to the Lord as you're lifting your hands and worshiping him. You can let him know how much you're grateful that he saved you from sin. You can speak how grateful um, you are that he protected you from danger, seen and unseen. And in that moment, imagine that it is just you and Jesus in the room and that you get to praise him one on one because honestly you are. Don't worry if other people are looking or if they may laugh or talk about you. Keep praising the Lord. And if you feel the worry coming to your mind, fight past it by still praising God with all your might. Rebuke the enemy in that moment because he is trying to make you worry. Keep praising because praise is our weapon. 
My friend, the enemy wants us to be silent in our praise because he doesn't want God to get the glory and praise. The devil hates Jesus, but we love Jesus and we will honor him with our voices, our words, our hearts, and our lives. Youth, we are the future church. And I will say this, the future is now. Time is running short and Jesus is coming back soon. And the devil wants a silent church because then he feels that he has the victory. And we know that the devil is defeated. So we can't be silent. We can't be ashamed. We can't be doubtful. We need to be bold and loud for Jesus Christ in our lives, in our praise, in our worship to the Lord. Thank you, God. The scriptures say, I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will shew forth all thy marvelous works. Psalms 9 verse 1. And the other scripture goes, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. Deuteronomy 6 verse 5. And I'll be honest with you guys. The enemy still tries to make me worry about what people may think when I praise God with all my might. I lift up my voice and I try to give my all to Jesus in that moment, but I refuse to stop praising God because he is so good to me. This is a growing moment for me as well. This podcast is a lesson for me as well. I am not worshiping people. I am worshiping the Lord. And prayerfully, one day soon, people, our brothers and sisters in Christ that we love dearly will no longer think it is awkward to praise God out loud like I once thought. And you may think this way, but prayerfully everyone will see how good God is and that we must praise the Lord with all our might as well. And we will all be in one accord because God wants us to worship him in spirit and in truth and be on one accord together, having the same mindset as we worship the Lord for all that he has done in our lives. Again, he has been so good, so faithful, so kind, and we cannot just sit. We cannot stay silent. He's worthy of it all. He is worthy of all the glory, honor, and the praise. And as we offer it up to him, we pray that he'll receive it. Because we're worshiping him in spirit and in truth. Not because people are watching us. Not because we want to come off as religious. because But because we believe that God is with us and that he's for us. And that by his grace and strength, he is the one that is keeping us saved, keeping us in his arms. That we aren't the ones um, uh, staying saved by our own power, but he is the one that is preserving us and keeping us. And I thank God for that. So that is why we get to praise in a sincere way to the Lord and worshiping him in spirit and in truth and making a joyful noise. And prayerfully, as we're all in one accord and worshiping God, the Holy Spirit will take over and have his way and that people will be delivered from sin, that they will no longer be bound with whatever they struggled with, that people will be healed from all type of diseases, that people who are disturbed in the mind, that they'll have peace in the name of Jesus as we're all in one accord and as the Holy Spirit can have his way in the congregation and in that place. That even when you're worshiping in your own home, that the Holy Spirit will have his way in your home, that people will get healed, delivered and set free, that people will see the difference as they walk into your house. Jesus, I pray that we'll all get to that point, that we'll all worship him in spirit and in truth. 
And I pray that this podcast ignites you and that you will be a fiery warrior in God's army, worshiping the Lord in spirit and in truth in every aspect of your life. That it will never be for show. That we won't worry about what people may think. That we'll stand boldly and speak God's word and praise him boldly no matter what. And with this, I want to end off with prayer. And I pray that God will speak to you right now and meet you wherever you are in the place that you are in worship and that you would grow from there and that we would all grow from there. So, Lord God, I thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you, God, for your mercy, for your grace, for your truth, God. I thank you, Lord, for all that you've done and all that you continue to do, God. God, I just want to pray for my brothers and sisters in Christ around the world, God. For those, oh Lord, that have the liberty, God, Jesus, to worship you in spirit and in truth, God, to worship you out loud. Jesus, we have that liberty, O Lord, to worship you in spirit and truth wherever we are, God. But God, for those, O Lord, where we have liberty, God, to speak oh, your word and to worship you, God, fully, O oh, God. Lord God, I pray that you would touch our minds, God. Open our ears to hear from you, Lord. Speak to us, God. Holy Spirit, have your way in our lives and our minds and our hearts, God. Transform us, God, as we continue, O oh, God, to praise you, Lord. I rebuke any feelings of awkwardness or fear for you've not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. I rebuke the enemy trying to make the young man, young woman, young boy, young girl feel like it's awkward or have fear in terms of praising the Lord out loud in their church, in their home. God, break those chains, break those yokes, God. Let them know that they can worship you, God, that it is a way, oh God, to get closer to you, Jesus, that they'll be empowered and strengthened in your name, Lord. And God, for those, Lord, that don't necessarily have the liberty, God, to go to church, God, freely, Lord, that God, that you would meet them, oh God, in the small gatherings in the household, that you would meet them, God. God, when they're worshiping you, God, secretly, God. But God, I pray that you would meet them, Lord. Meet every need, God. And God, let them grow in you, Jesus. Let them have direct connection to you, God. A direct connection to you, God. On direction on what to do, what to say next, God. In a land, God, where they may feel like everything is against them, God. But God, I pray that you will give them boldness, God, to still share your word, God, to still be a light, God. So God, guide them, give them wisdom, show them what to do, open their eyes, give them the discernment of spirit, God. Give us all discernment of spirit, God, so that, oh Lord, we know what to do and what where to go and where not to go and what not to say, God. Jesus, we need you, God. In these last hours, God, for you are a soon coming King. Jesus, touch us, Lord. Thank you, God. You're worthy, Lord, to be praised. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for encouraging my brothers and sisters around the world, God both locally and abroad, God. Speak to them, Lord. I know that you can meet them right wherever they are, Jesus, and wrap them in your loving arms, God. Wrap them in your loving arms, God. Give them hearts, oh God, that are tender to your word, hearts of flesh, God, that are always tender to your word, Jesus. Thank you, God. And for those that are listening that don't know you, God, I pray, oh Lord, that you would touch them now, Jesus, that they would say yes to you, God, that they would not hold back, Jesus, that 
that they would say, Lord God, forgive me of my sins. I repent for all the wrong that I have done. Come into my life. Save me. Make me brand new, Jesus. I want to live for you, God. I want to have peace in your name, Jesus. I want to go to heaven and see you, Lord. I don't want to go to hell, but I want to go to heaven and be with you, Jesus. So God, touch the Lord. Save, deliver, and set free, God. I thank you, God. I bless your name, Lord, for making us mighty warriors in your army, God. Thank you, Jesus, for the empowerment and encouragement in your name, Lord. I thank you, God, for all these things and more for your touch, God. Blessed be your name, Lord. Thank you, God, for all these things, God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And listen, I just mentioned about how, you know, like we need to worship the Lord and, you know, Jesus is coming back soon. And for those that don't know Christ, you can come to know him now. That is all very true. And for those who do want to come to know Christ, you know, today's your day. Don't hold back. You know, say to the Lord, Lord God, I'm sorry for what I've done. It's just a simple prayer. Lord God, I'm sorry for what I've done. I'm sorry for the sins that I've committed. Lord, make me clean. Make me new. Come into my heart. Save me. And he will hear your cry and your prayer, Jesus. And I pray that um, you will continue to grow in the Lord, that you will be able to find a Bible-leaving church, that you would be able to go to BibleGateway.com and start reading the Word of God, um, that you'll be able to pray to the Lord and he'll hear you, he'll hear your cry, um, that you would fast and turn down food for, you know, a meal or two and just get in the mindset to just be connected to the Lord and pray to him and seek him because Jesus is everything he fills the voids in our lives only he can fill the void in our lives and so I pray that this podcast encourages you I pray that you have a lovely day And I pray that you always remember to soak in the sunlight because Jesus is the light. And my friends, feel free to share this with a friend um, so that they too can be encouraged to live for God, that they too can be encouraged to get saved and know more about Christ. Um, Because, yeah, Jesus is for everyone and he can save anyone and he can deliver anyone. So have a blessed day. I really love you all with the love of the Lord. And again, remember to always soak in the sunlight because Jesus is the light. Love you all. Have a blessed day. Bye.